0: Megillah, perk, Aleph, Mishnah, Gimel 1-3. In the previous Mishnah, we had said there's a special dispensation for the village dwellers that they may read the Megillah on the 11th, 12th, or 13th of Adar, days before the 14th when the actual miracle is normally commemorated. And the reason why we said is because primarily they're going in to the cities anyways, and they didn't have the wherewithal and ability easily to do Kriya, Megillah back home. So we made it easy in them. A secondary reason we also gave was that they're the ones who provide the food and water for the people of the city, so we gave them a special uh, benefit. But we'll see that's really a, a secondary consideration. At all events, the question is, who are these people? What defines a city as one which is allowed to read early? So the Mishnah says, Azu ir gadola." When is a city so large, this is the phraseology of the Mishnah, that it now is, constitutes a large city which is required to read Bezman on the 14th, or the truth is even the 15th, same rule would apply for a krach um, that reads on the 15th as opposed to a city who could read earlier any city that has 10 people who are idle meaning that they're always available in the shul to Davin Shach they're available to make a minion they come early and go home late so and uh, many unfortunately learn that these are paid people I mean, they're, that's like a kol they're a paid position they must be there and it's responsibility and they're paid to be there um, to ensure that the minion always happens and to avert any uh, displeasure from heaven, from a minion not happening, not happening on time. Um, so a city of that large, which can afford to support such people, or ha- according to many reports, just has such people, um, is one that's called a large city. According to Ushalmi, um this is their job. Their job is to sit in the basement, I guess, and learn, um, and be available for davening, be karon. The main point is they're available to make the minion. Uh, the Shiltas has, that's, Rav, that's a rev a Gaon, um, has has uh, other jobs these 10 people do for the community and the Rambam and the Parish goes like that um, so according to those meaning in contrast the Yerushalmi says they don't do anything at all um, that would be the, the these 10 men are communal servants if you will um, aside from being available for Shachas minchamar, they also perform communal functions three of the 10 are at Dayanam, they're the judges of the city um, a fourth one is like the, the Shamish, like the bailiff for the court. Two more are the Gabay Tzedaka, ensuring Tzedaka gets collected. And then you need another one, a seventh one, meaning a third of the two Gabayim plus a third, um, which makes seven altogether, who is in charge of distributing the funds that were collected with the other two who did the collecting. Um, that's the Sogiyan, why I need at least two to collect and three to distribute to prevent corruption, etc., um, then you have three more eight, nine, and ten. One guy is a sofer he's the scribe writing the Kisve Kodesh and Stam of the city and one is a chazan leading the davening and one is a Melamatinokos, is a school teacher so that's the ten according to the Rambam's count and a at all events um, you need to have ten to be considered to be a big city less than that you're allowed to uh, read earlier uh, on the Yom HaKanisa on the day you go in um. Yeah, okay. Now, the Mishnah starts like almost like a new paragraph or revert back to a previous topic. We say, Be'elu, On these, meaning on these people, we said that you're allowed to be and you can read early but not late. Meaning, when it comes to the reading of the Megillah, you can read early, not late. you recall probably the most relevant um uh, line of the previous Mishnah on this point in our Mishnah here is that you recall if the 14th fell out on a Shabbos. So really, you know, if I'd ask you, you make the call, when should the people of the cities, not Mukhaf Choma, but the regular city dwellers who have normally celebrated the 14th, when should they read their Megillah? They can't read on Shabbos the 14th itself because we don't want people to carry M- Megillas. So would they, should they read on the 13th or the 15th? You know, the 15th is, um, it's Shushan Purim, that's a good time to read Megillah, but the answer is no, we said, you read from the Mishnah before, we said they read on the, on the day before, on the Friday, the 13th. So you see, the rule is, makdim and they read earlier rather than later, we never do later, only earlier. That's a principle that's specific to the reading of the Megillah. But, aval, says the Mishnah, and we'll give it now four halachic phenomena where we always say you do it, if you can't do it on Shabbos because Shabbos gets in the way for whatever reason, you have to do it later, the day after Shabbos, the Sunday, and not earlier, not on the Friday. And what are these? Aval Zman Kohanim, the time of the bringing of the wood of the Kohanim, and many Gersaus, the Rambam, excuse me, the Bartanura, have it saying Kohanim Va'am, the wood for the Kohanim and the people. Um, this is referring to, let me read the full sentence, I'll come back to it. And V'tisha of the holiday of tishabav, the chagiga, the bringing of a Korban Chagiga, the hakel and the mitzvah of hakel, of, of gathering the people to hear the king read. The rule for all those is ma'achrin, if you can't do it on a Shabbos, because they followed on a Shabbos, then you do it the day after Shabbos on the Sunday, velo magdim, and not the day before, not on the Friday. So I just go through these cases. I'm really, uh, I'll lump three together. Zman atzi kohanim the Chagiga and the HaKel, these are three mitzvahs um, that have a certain time and you can't do it earlier because the time hasn't come to do it yet, so you'll have to do it later. So that will be zman Atzi That's referring to, if you recall, if you learned prior to Megillah, immediately prior you learned Mesechus um, Tainus, we just had it, um, that when Ezra came back to Eretz Israel, he found that there was not wood in the temple storehouse, it wasn't time to get it. There are certain philanthropists who... Donated wood to make sure that the base of mikdash could operate properly, and that was considered to be a, a tremendous um, kindness to the community. And in recognition of that, in subsequent generations, uh, subsequent years, I should say, for you know, for many generations, the descendants of those people had a personal yomtov where they would be entitled to come back to base of mikdash, um, greeted with like much fanfare. They would bring um, wood for the base of mikdash along with, according to most Shonam, also like a special korban and offering. Enola, um, which is offered, called the 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 korban etim, like the wood offering, if you will. Uh, that, and they would provide wood for the base of mikdash um, with, like I said, much fanfare. So the Mishnah and Tynes there lists specific dates, like when each of these families had their date to the praviyamtuf and bring their wood. And let's say one of them is the twentieth of Tammuz. So let's say twentieth Tammuz falls out on a Shabbos. They're not going to bring the wood on Shabbos. Um, for any number of reasons, they can't bring their korban that day. They can't. It's going to cause Chil Shabbos carrying in those streets and all that kind of stuff. No. So therefore, we pushed off to the next day, um, the 21st of Thomas. We wouldn't do it the day earlier, um, meaning the 19th, because if we would do it the day earlier, then you're, they're sort of encroaching on the previous benefactor's time. Right? He That's his window for bringing the wood um, and having provided the wood, so they can't do it earlier. So only later. Second of all, you have the chagiga. Chagiga is the Torah mandates when you come to the base of English three times a year. You for the regalam you can't come empty handed. You have to bring a shalmei chagiga, a shlamim, which is a chagiga offer, a chagiga which is a shlamim offering, um, and it's eaten there. Um, but because amongst also in the oldest Ria as well and the the Chagiga although it's normally brought on the first day of Yom Tov um, that's not Doche Shabbos it doesn't push off Shabbos because it hasn't got what's called the Zaman Kavu there's no fixed time you have to bring it today on um, the first day of Yom Tov because you could also bring it for the next um, There's seven days of Tashlumen makeup days if you will um, and that being the case um, you push it off till the next day and bring it to your Cholom Moed and eat your Chagiga then or in Shavuos you bring it the day after Shavuos, etc. So therefore, if you the Chagiga is not brought the day before Yom Tov because Yom Tov hasn't arrived yet. It will be on the second day of Yom Tov, etc. And Hakel. Hakel is the mitzvah, also the Risa, that occurs, that's to occur on the second day of Sukkot, meaning Motzi, Yom Tov, Rishon of Sukkot, on the first year of the Shemitah cycle, meaning a motzi Shemitah. So after the Shemitah year is over, comes Sukkos. After the first day of Sukkos, that night um, everyone is supposed to come to the base HaMikdash and in the Azara there, the king will read certain sections of Sefer Devarim and the Pasuk requires that everyone comes. It says Miket shanim um, B'moed Shnas HaShemitah at the end of seven years, and Sukkot holiday, the king is to read um, into the, literally in the ears of the Jewish people in certain sections, gather the people together, and that's the word hakel there, the man, the woman, and even the children, the babies, for little babies, like infants, and how are you possibly going to get infants to the Beis HaMikdash? Um, on Shabbos, you have to carry them, you can't carry on Shabbos, etc. Um, there are other reasons brought down as well, you can't build the big platform on Shabbos, because you can't build on Shabbos, the platform that's required for the king to read from, and the people to listen, um, like, 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 you know, like, like the bleachers, if you will, and uh, you can't build it before Yom Tov, because it needs to be space, in the Azar, you can't make it too crowded there, everyone's coming, and similarly there's blowing of trumpets, to get everyone to come, you can't do that on Shabbos, so the whole thing's not a Shabbos activity, and therefore if the second day of Sukkot falls out on a Shabbos, on the First year of the Shemitah cycle, you won't do hakel that night, you'll do it the next night, so it's pushed forward but not back. You can't do the day before Sukkos because it's not time for hakel yet. Okay, so those are those three. We also had Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'av, you know, Tisha B'av is, here, there's more reasons to say that you could... Um, the time for Tishbab so to speak, has sort of arrived um, on the eighth of Av already because we're in the middle of Shwa Shakab, the weekend with Tishbab. Their mourning has already begun, An observance of the loss of the base of already has kicked in. Um, but nevertheless there's a separate principle, which is that we don't um, advance mention of or recollection of peronnials of um, of uh, like punishments and, and bad things. We'd always pushed off to later, not earlier. Um and that being the case, then then uh, we would observe the fasting, etc., of Tishabov B'av on the tenth of Av, not on the eighth of Av, if the ninth of Av falls out on the Shabbos. The truth is that the same would be true for any of the fasts, like if uh, Shivas or Tammuz fell out on a uh, Shabbos, so then we also would observe it on the Sunday following, like on the eighteenth of Tammuz. The reason why the Mishnah is not mention it is because in the time of the Mishnah, anyways. Um, the rule was that the public fast days, other than Tisha B'av, were sort of optional, unless there was what's called a gezera shmad, uh, unless there was like sort of religious persecution. But in a time of non-religious persecution, the other fast days, aside from Tisha B'av, were sort of optional, and therefore the Mishnah didn't mention them. Okay, now Mishnah goes on. Now like, we have a new paragraph here. Mishnah says, pisha amru." Even though the rabbi said demon, we read the Kriyas Megillah v'lemaachen. We read it earlier, but not later. On the days you're reading it earlier, like let's say you're in a village, er, and you're a villager who read it, let's say on the 12th of Adar, so that's okay, but on the 12th itself, you're allowed to do a hesped, to do um, eulogizing, people who have died. You're allowed to fast, and you're allowed to are given early, the gifts to the poor are given early, because we haven't yet, it's not yet, Purim, so therefore the first things are, are permitted. The Pasuk talks about how these are days of Osin Es Yomhar, Basar Lachodesh Adar Simcho Mishta. You make the 14th. Um, the days of Simcha and Mishta so that means 14th yes but the previous days no requirement for Simcha necessarily therefore you're allowed on the 12th let's say or 13th if that's when they do the Kriya to do your fasting and your eulogizing as far as goes, the gifts to the poor that's normally like one of the four mitzvahs Hayom, the mitzvahs that fall out on the day of Purim since as I said before once the poor people hear the Megillah they're excited to get their gifts and therefore we don't make them wait we give it to them early and that's acceptable meaning on the day of the Kriyas of Megillah, which would be let's say 11, 12, or 13, even. I'm um, Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Yehuda says one more thing. Rabbi Yehuda says, A-Masai, when is this true? Now, whenever Rabbi Yehuda says A-Masai, the principle, the general rule is, he's coming to not argue with the Stam Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, typically. He's coming to just explain when it's applicable. So, the Mishnah had said that you're allowed to, if you're a villager, you can read earlier, on the 11, twelfth, or 13th, if that's the Yom So, when is that true? A-Masai, is that true? That assumes that the villagers are in fact going in to the big towns on the Monday or Thursday. And therefore, since we want to make it easier for them not to schlep in another time to hear the Megillah, we'll let them hear it this time. But if you're talking about a place where the locals of the village do not go in, neither on the Monday or the Thursday, and therefore there's no reason to give them any special dispensation to read early, in Koronosa, El They may not read it early, they can't sit at home in the village and read it on the 11th, 12th, 13th, because it just sort of suits them. No, they must read it on the proper time, on the 14th, like everybody else. It's only a special dispensation we give them if they were going in anyways. Not going anyways, no special dispensation.